So the Durban Film Mart, in collaboration with Animation South Africa, is hosting a dialogue that's focused on topics relevant to the animation industry. The event is happening in Durban tomorrow afternoon. And we have on the line to speak to us Isabel Rourke, who's Deputy Chair at Animation SA. Hi, Isabel. How are you? Hi, Nati. I'm good and you. I'm well, thank you. Isabel, for those who may not know Animation SA, maybe give us a brief background uh, of the work that you do and, and the role that it plays in the industry. Yeah, so Animation SA has been around for about 16 years and essentially it's the only industry organization uh, representing animators, uh, animation studios, students, mm. uh, VFX uh, artists and animators um, in South Africa. And we have various units within the organization that looks at supporting uh, our members um, from export support to our communications platforms and ensuring that people have access to information that's relevant to them, to our policy uh, uh, department that looks at uh, um, lobbying government and ensuring that animation uh, is our voice is heard within, within government policy and legislation. Um, And then there's my unit, which is social impact and human capital innovation, looking at strategies around transformation, skills transfer, etc. All right. So, And then, of course, we have our Cape Town International Festival, which is coming up in August 24th. All right. So so where does the African or the South African industry sit when it comes to animation in comparison to the rest of the world? Well, interestingly enough, something that many people don't know is that some of our biggest studios like Black Ginger, etc., um, work on some of the big Marvel films that you see internationally really? are actually outsourced here, um, but not on the scale that we'd like to. And I think that that's the potential that um, holds within you know, expanding the industry and transforming the industry and building that capacity is that you know, when we go to festivals, we market South Africa as a destination mm. as well as marketing our studios and our producers' projects. Um, but the potential is to say, hey, South Africa is a perfect destination. We can compete against India and China. But until we can get those numbers and increase that level of uh, uh, high-end animators, the numbers of high-end animators, we definitely can be able to produce that kind of high-quality work on a larger scale. So, yeah, the opportunities there. We have the quality. We have the studios that have proven that it can be done. So it's just building the capacity. So I'm assuming that uh, part of what you're trying to accomplish with this dialogue is to get to those high-end animators, right? Definitely. So, you know, the transformation conversation has been going on for so long. Mm. And, you know, I thought that it was time that we start having the the conversation about actual implementable solutions. And when we researched, you know, the impact of incubators, creative clusters, startup studios, the uh, startup builder models um, around the world, and we saw just the impact that this is having and how successful they are and critical for to support uh, uh, the creative industries, that we thought that this is really excellent models to uh, integrate into our transformation strategy. And so we started that with our first incubator, which has had its first year in run. And now we're going into our second year, which is more the commercialization uh, and accelerator component of the incubator. You speak a lot about transformation, and I see that one of the themes for the upcoming dialogue is transformation. Are you facing resistance yes. from, from major players with regards to it? I think it's not so much major resistance as it is a massive cost and time investment 
in terms of, you know, putting in interns and taking them on that long journey, that investment journey of building them up to that level. And also, once again, it's that chicken and egg. The more work we get, the more we're able to create these internships and pipelines. Mm. But of course, you know, one of our blocks is the CETA. We've had such problems with mixed CETA in terms of just getting them to support, especially the smaller SMEs. These are the guys who need the interns. I mean, we proved that with Animation to say when we put out the COVID relief funds last year, um, and it was so well-received, such excellent applications. And the feedback after the, the, the eight months that the interns spent with them was really fantastic, as well as the SMEs who said, you know, how they were able to work on projects that they couldn't before, and having these interns and junior staff really made a big difference. So we're now extending it into 2022, um, but this is the work of what the CETA is supposed to be doing. Mm. So it's really unfortunate that a, a, a German government is, uh, you know, funding these kinds of initiatives when our SDLs, we pay towards this um, and it should be made efficient and, and easy to access our funds so that we can put our interns in place. But it's just it's just getting communication out of them is difficult. Yeah. So this is your second dialogue. Tell us what happens, uh, you know, first of all, with the dialogue and what will ha- happen with the with the info that you gather from from the dialogues. So uh, as a process of our three-year strategy, so these dialogues start to inform that and really start to kind of drill down a little bit more deeper into refining the the strategy. Uh, We're actually uh, uh, looking for consultants at the moment who are going to be helping us with um, our succession planning and our strategy refinement in terms of really drilling down into what are the key points that we need to touch on and ensure that we implement? But, of course, once again, this is also limited by the fact that we're uh, an NPC and a volunteer-driven organization and the fact that, you know, we don't have capacity uh, to be able to implement our massive three-year vision mm. is a limitation. And I think limiting to the growth of an industry, because a capacitated industry organization can implement, you know, the huge impact that we envision. But, you know, these are part of the challenges that we have to deal so with. So what would, what would it take for you to grow, though, Isabel? Um, what do you need? I think it's, 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 it's government understanding the importance of funding uh, the, 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 the operations of NGOs within the creative industries. Mm. Government has finally done research into our industries, uh, into the creative industries, and discovered that, we're making as almost as much as the agriculture industry. We're like a few points lower than the agriculture industry. Mm. So we really are an industry that is a force to be reckoned with, and government is now waking up to that realization that we've been doing this without much support. Yeah. And um, so the potential of what we can do with support really will take us to that next level. And they must see the work that you've done, right? That must be motivating for them. They do, but I think, you know, it's creative industries, I think Africa-wide is never taken seriously. I mean, Mm. you look at the fact that arts have been cut out of a lot of government schools. Those are our future employees. And the fact that they've not gone through the entire schooling life with art classes is limiting in terms of when it's time to get into animation school because they require a portfolio to get in. Mm. So we've got to lobby government to bring art back into schools and that they are massive industries, gaming, VFX, VR, animation, uh, design, etc., that require artistic skills. Mm. So, And even in this fourth industrial revolution, the conversation is all around 
the, the, the robotics and the technical and so forth. But those kinds of people also need to be balanced out with the art so that this is infused into their thinking, their critical thinking, their problem solving. So art is not just a, a subject just for drawing pretty pictures. It's, it's, a, it's a subject for developing the human being, the human mind, the creativity. Yeah. And creativity, problem solving, uh, innovative thinking, these are all skills of the future that the youth are going to need. And this needs to be brought back into the education system. I love that. All right, so for your, for your dialogue, your panel is a group of hard hitters. Isabel, tell us about them. Um, so we've got Lavinia Jones, who uh, is a consultant, and she'll be speaking more on the broader macroeconomic uh, landscape and just sort of the work that's been done by the British Council and EU and a lot of the bigger international organizations working in Africa. And what, the, what was interesting in my pre-interview with her was just the shift that's taking place where Europe is now starting to have more an Africa focus as opposed to a domineering kind of, let we've got the solution, let's bring it in. It's more now around dialogues with African countries and communities and really understanding it from that point of view. So that's been an interesting shift. And she's going to reveal quite a few uh, interesting areas of change that have taken place. Um, and then we've got Leoti from the South African Cult Creative uh, in um, the South African Creative in- Industries Incubator. Um, and they started out in Easteris in a township in Tuane and have had such incredible impact on the community in that township, uh, taking these young artists and creatives and bringing them into the digital economy and setting them up with the support and the, and the coaches and so forth. So she'll be speaking more from a, giving an example of how incubators are making an impact, creating jobs, developing entrepreneurs. Um, so some of the, the, the case studies that she'll be sharing will be really interesting. And then we have Tolile Wunzer, who um, runs a company called TechSprung, and he's going to be talking more on the gaming side and incubating young African gamers. He's going to be showing some of the African games that they're developing that really are taking their root story from African culture and uh, looking at some of them are, you know, like a town planning game that, you know, looks at scenario planning that can have implications for actual the the, the industry uh, of town planning as well as making it a game and a fun thing to play. So, yeah, it's going to be a nice range of of points of view, just really giving an overarching view of of, uh, the industry, the opportunities, and how we can use incubators and creative clusters to really transform and grow the, the, the creative industry. I see you'll also have a second dialogue later on in the year. Yes, we've got another one at the Cape Town International Festival, this animation essays. A premier festival that takes place annually. We've uh, formed partnerships with Myth Africa, which is the first time that it's coming to Africa. It was in China and Europe, and now they're making their presence in Africa. So that's very exciting. So it's going to be very big this year at the convention center in Cape Town. And in that one, we, we're looking more at licensing and merchandising because okay. this is the other area that our incubator is moving into now is the commercialization and looking at how do we take these brand assets and start to commercialize them. And so that looks at merchandise. And, and then one of the 
interesting things that we're doing with merchandise is bringing in the crafters, the fashion designers, and saying, let's use you with the animators, look at these brand assets, and how do we create something new, something unique, something African that we can present to this market, the youth market, the tweeny market, the, the teenage market, the early childhood development market. So there's this whole scope of opportunity of creating new toys, new fashion ranges, new bedding ranges, so that parents can have parties that do not have Snow White or, you know, <laughs> ice cream or something on it, um, can have actually culturally relevant content. Um, so this is going to be the focus of the Cape Town one, which is licensing and merchandising. Um, once again, looking at a local African merchandiser who has been making inroads in the toy market in, in South Africa, looking at an international player who deals with all the big brands, Marvel, etc. Um, and then also looking at a young entrepreneur who has made inroads into the merchandising with these animated brands and just the challenges and opportunities that exist in this whole new industry um, that animation, gaming, VR has tentacles into to touch, you know, young people in new and creative ways of creating new brands. New ranges. Love it, Isabel. You're so passionate about the uh, the animation industry. Okay, Isabel, uh, for for the event that's happening tomorrow in Durban, right? Tomorrow afternoon, mm-hmm. are there still that's tickets right. available? Yes, I think this is the last day to register for the online uh, sessions. Although I, I need to confirm that it might still be possible. Um, but yes, we are going to be live on both the Trav platform, the Guta's Trav platform, and Guta are our partner in this um, through the GIZ and the German Economic Cooperation, um, who have basically been supporting these dialogues since 2021. Mm -hmm. And um, so... It's going to be on their club platform as well as the Animation is Safe platform, uh, Facebook platform, and then, of course, live and present here um, at the Elangani Hotel in Durban. Love it. Isabel, thank you so much. And all the best for tomorrow and, of course, for August, right, for the second installment. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Thank you. You too. Thank you. That's uh, Isabel Rourke. She's Deputy Chair at Animation SA. She's telling us about how the Durban Film Mart in collaboration with Animation South Africa is hosting a dialogue uh, focused on topics relevant to the animation industry. It's happening tomorrow in Durban, tomorrow afternoon. And she gave us all the ticketing information. If you are an animator, I would like to get into the industry, uh, check it out.